Home time with Bush and Ritchie. Good to have you back after your illness yesterday. Thank you very much. Sorry for letting the team down. You did not at all. You had man flu. Uh, but look, I, I was a little bit jealous of you in the fact that uh, you had a valid excuse of being in bed right the way through Halloween. Didn't have to answer a single door, I imagine. Uh, do you know what? I was, I was Sparco during most of it. Although, uh, and we were a little bit worried because we didn't have any sweets in. So we were, we were there for being turned over, for being egged. <laughs> But it was quite good in that, um, I don't know if this is the policy in your street, uh, but if apparently this is the thing now, if you've got a pumpkin out the front, mm-hmm. you're up for Halloween. Yep. If you've got no pumpkin, you're not up for Halloween, or not that you're not up for it. Maybe there's a, another one, if you hate Halloween, you've got someone else, a, a crucifix. Yeah. But um, So we don't have a pumpkin, so we didn't get any knocks on the door. See, obviously I was here... Because I wasn't ill. Holding the, holding the fort. <laughs> Thank you very much. I got home, uh, obviously, with a toddler at home. Bedtime of around about seven o'clock. Uh-huh. Smack bang in the middle of Halloweening. Um, so my wife had had to put a notice on the door saying, sorry, no trick-or-treaters, the monster's upstairs asleep, but help yourselves. I like that. That's a good way of doing it. And there was it. a little bowl on the doorstep that had got a load of Haribo in and all that kind of stuff. That's good. Here's the thing, though. We'd gone to the supermarket in the morning. We had bought two jumbo packs of various Haribo. Mm-hmm. Plural of Haribo, Haribai. Haribai. Okay. The whole Pyrex dish of Parabo, uh, Haribo gone. What? They'd taken the dish as well? No, no. no. <laughs> I was going to say, that's outrageous. <laughs> what, by the time I got home at half past eight, there was just an empty dish on the doorstep. They took every single... Yeah. That is... That's pretty mad. I walked into the kitchen. I said to Natalie, I said... Dish outside's empty. And she was like, have you brought it in? I went, no. (laughs) She said, why on earth have you left an empty dish on the doorstep? And my logic was that if I was still coming around trick-or-treating at half past eight and I saw an empty dish there with the accompanying sign, I think, oh, well, at least they were doing it, rather than keying my car. Exactly, that's it, because you're going to get retribution. Mm. But I think fair play to them. Uh, uh, You you would must be fairly patting yourself on the back for a good choice of sweets. I think so, yeah. It's been gone down a treat. When was Haribo not? Exactly. Haribai. (laughs) Friday's Home Time, Bush and Ritchie on Absolute Radio. I had a revelation this morning. First of all, I had a bath first thing. I know that's a bit controversial. I think previously I've spoken out against early morning baths, but if you've got, like, a little kid running around, it's the only time you get peace and quiet. If you've got a little kid you, and you've got the time for a bath, you take it whatever time of day it is. But I would say generally a bath is an evening thing. It's a Sunday night thing, isn't it's it? It's a soak, yeah. I, I, was, I was rocking a uh, early morning bath Well, this lucky morning. you. Thank you. I know, thanks very much. I literally did feel like a million dollars. However, I went one further and had a cup of tea in the bath. <laughs> oh, what is this? Royal family or something? Do you remember the closing credits of The Fall Guy? Uh, and he sat in a um, like a brass bath right. with a cigar, Colt yeah. Seavers is, and he's like, I, I am the unknown stuntman. The music's going, and he's, I think he's got like a rubber ducky and stuff, and he's, he's having a cigar in the bath for crying out loud. And I've always watched that thinking, I feel like we need to zhuzh up the bath itself mm-hmm. and, and have extra stuff in there, whether it's bath time snacks or even someone sent me a photo actually earlier on today of, do you remember those, um, like a, a tray you used to get over the bath? Yes. My nan and granddad used to have one in Liverpool when I was a kid. You'd put like soap and flannels in it. It always used to have like a, is it a pumice stone or That's whatever? It, yeah. <laughs> people do their feet with, used to have that in it. I used to hate the thing. Can, can I highly recommend a Desperado in the bath? That's what I do. A, what is that? It's like an alcoholic drink. It is the tequila infused lager, yeah. I, do you know what though? A couple <laughs> of people have said this to me before about having like a drink in the shower or whatever, particularly on a Friday night. I always look like it's, uh, it's like the final thing you do. Do you know what I mean? It's a bit, something a bit terminal about the whole thing. <laughs> Give it a go over the weekend. I'll see what happens. Bush and Ritchie, Friday's home time on Absolute Radio. Uh, 
as you, you've probably noticed, but you've just forgotten to say anything. I've had a remold. Have I not hair. said that's bad of me? It does look sharp. It's fine. Thank you very much. I'm very, very pleased with it. Uh, but just going into the hairdressers this week, they still have, and this is this is quite a big problem across the whole of hairdressing in the United Kingdom. They still have those books in the front window with men's hairstyles in them. <laughs> <laughs> like what were they? What were they originally made for? Did it, people used to go and browse the way you look through an Argos catalogue? <laughs> I don't know what I want to look like today. Let me think. What about this one? Maybe it's got four or five little coded letters. You have to write it in with a tiny Bic pen, like in Argos. But they need to update them, because if you look through those ones, there's one uh, a shop on the way out of South End that we, I'm always stuck in traffic outside of, so I always look through the window. It's got three books worth of hairdos in the front window. I think it's like a Turkish barbershop or whatever. Everyone in it looks like Morton Harkett from Aha. <laughs> <laughs> Loads of wet look jelly, and they've always got those ro- um, leather wristbands that Europeans <laughs> yeah. like. And you just think there's time to get some updated ones in, do you know what I mean? Do you know what? To defend the hairdressing industry, maybe there's actually something different going on here. Okay, go on, go and on. What they're trying to do is trying to say, hey, look, some of the haircuts these days, awful. <laughs> right, <laughs> this okay. This is what things used to look like. Turn the clock back. So what, you, you, you're you thinking that they want to go back to, like, the wedge. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think so. Early 90s yeah. wedge. Bring it back. Richard Ritchie, Friday's home time, the best one of the week, purely because it's on the cusp of the weekend. Hey, I wish I was feeling a bit more week- weekendy. I apologise for being off on yesterday's show. It's all right. We soldiered on, we missed you. The man flu got me, uh, and today I look like, um, I don't know, like a sickly child from a Bronte novel. <laughs> I feel a bit pasty, a bit sweaty and scared. Uh, and I, I do feel just getting testing the water from some of the stuff I've had back on Twitter from not being in yesterday. And, of course, I alerted everybody about my uh, man flu ailments. I don't think the population take man flu as seriously as it should be taken. I would agree with you. It, do you feel sometimes as a man, speaking from men's perspective here, uh, people don't take your illnesses as seriously as you as they are and they should be taken? I feel that uh, six seconds ago, when you even said the words man flu, that uh, half the population were rolling their eyes. Yeah, you're four in rolling their eyes, not taking it seriously. Probably going here they go again. Oh, here, yeah, exactly. But this is it. I, I don't want to over-egg the pudding, but I came very close to death yesterday. <laughs> I saw a light. I literally saw a, a light in the night time. I felt like I was, I don't know, passing on, if it, as Derek Akora would have called it. <laughs> was it passing through or following through? <laughs> no, I, Whatever Derek did. That, that just happens with another illness, I think. <laughs> I think I've had that one before. Uh, see an older podcast about that one. Um, but I do think that we should start raising money. Maybe this could be a big thing, a, a fundraising drive for home time. We should have a man flu unit built in the United Kingdom. Oh, right. Oh, so it's actually a physical place that you go if you're suffering with man flu. This is it. Say if your your partner is a man and you want to phone it in that they, they've they been struck down with man flu or as a fella yourself on the train home when you're doing that walk back from work or whatever, yep. you can book yourself a, a room in it and you get helicoptered or taken by ambulance to the man flu unit. Do you know what? If I was one of the major political parties trying to put together my portfolio for the forthcoming election, yep. I'd be straight on that right now. I'd be a vote winner. Thank you very much. Buzzer system if you need a drink. Bell system if you need some extra foods. Vote now for the man flu unit. Home time with Bush and Richie. This is Absolute Radio on a Friday afternoon. Not just any Friday afternoon. The, the Rugby World Cup final eve, if that is such a thing. It is, weirdly enough. I, I was walking our little one around this morning, just uh, one of little morning walks with the buggy. Uh, and obviously the pubs are all getting ready for tomorrow oh, morning. Mate, they love it. They've got their they've got their chalkboards out saying, oh, 8am, yeah. come along, pint deal with a sausage sandwich and all that kind of stuff. There's something dangerous, but slightly exhilarating about going to a pub first thing in the morning. Oh, I massively. I, I 
kind of like the idea of it. So, so it's tomorrow. I don't know anything about rugby at all, but I, I did watch the, the tail end of the game uh, against the All Blacks, who are like the All Blacks, are like the Brazil of rugby, right? Yes, they are. Yeah. So we beat them. Yes. And then we're playing the Springboks. Yeah, who I'm going to call the Argentina of uh, the, uh, the the rugby world. Well, are they cheating in that? Are they? <laughs> no, they're not. Let's not start the dirt talk now. Let's not start that. The <laughs> hand of God. They've got any hands of God going on? Uh, but uh, they're, they're quite good, though, right? They are good. They're, they're, they're just as good as, well, not just as good as the All Blacks, but, um, but yeah, they are. It's going, to be, it's going to be a great final tomorrow. I went to the supermarket this morning consciously to go and buy a load of bangers, a load of bacon, a load of baps. Yep. I'm having the breakfast tomorrow that we would not normally have. The kids aren't going to believe it they're going to wake up and they're going to be like where's all the cereal gone dad what's all this cured meats fantastic yeah so you're putting on a spread yeah indeed I like that I think it's worth chucking out a few Rugby World Cup song suggestions okay alright how about this for stars this is like for a playlist for tomorrow for a playlist for the final alright okay, for, yeah. for, for the warm up for the dressing room Phil Collins scrum thing happened on the way to heaven fantastic Thank or you. we love a bit of Phil on this show we do so that'd yes. be good yeah um, Macy Gray, I try. I've not done like much it. with that one. Um, can you see where I'm going here? I can see where you're going. What about anything by the prop Pella heads? Uh, <laughs> Isn't that a part of a rugby it's team? Very good, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a position, yeah. I'm trying to think of something with a hooker, but I don't think it's our <laughs> kind of music. You can tweet us at Absolute Radio. <laughs> you clearly have impeccable taste because you have tuned into the Home Time Show with Bush and Richie. This is Absolute Radio at the very uh, eve of not only just the weekend, but the World Cup Rugby final. Uh, you do have impeccable taste. Some of the songs you've been suggesting, to be quite frank, I'm going to be honest, got a bit of a whiff about them. There's a lot of whiffy we, stuff going on. We this suggested show. a rugby World Cup final playlist. I don't know what you think. Some of the ones that are coming in, a bit laboured. Well, uh, we got this one in here which says Walk the Line Out by Johnny Cash. <laughs> It's not bad. It's, it's not, not, bad. Bad. It's not uh, bad. Simon has sent that one in. Well done, Simon. <laughs> uh, Alex has sent in uh, from the boss. Um, Human Crouch Touch Engage. <laughs> Which is... What? <laughs> What's that even mean? It's so bad! That's a, that's a martial arts film. <laughs> no, it's... it's the, when the referee Crouching gets a scrum hidden. going... Right, yeah. When the referee gets a scrum going, he'll go, Crouch, Touch, Engage. Yeah. Alex has got that into Human Touch. Wow. Human Crouch, Touch, Engage. So bad. I thought they were trying to name a martial arts movie, <laughs> Crouching Tiger, Hidden Drag. Uh, I'm going to strike that one off. <laughs> Tom's coming with a very strong one, though. Uh, an Oasis song, Scrum Half the World Away. Very good. Very, very good. Very good. Keep very them good. coming. If they're good enough, we'll read them out. Welcome one and all to Home Time. It's the tail end of the week. Treat yourself to some great music. Halloween yesterday, um... I noticed as I was buying uh, sweets myself uh, for Halloween uh, that they've actually got a best before date, most of them, in, well into 2020. Oh, so okay. even if uh, the bowl outside your door didn't get pilfered last night, yeah. uh, anything left over will go well into next year. Uh, the problem that is for the shops is that they haven't qu- if they haven't quite got their ordering right, yeah. they've got a lot of leftover stock. That isn't <laughs> that isn't perished yet. I tell you what. In financial news for home time, the knockoff sweet market, the it, it's gone through the floor. The value of it today. So you're saying that most of Britain's supermarkets today are like, uh, do you remember Del Boy's flat in Only Fools and Horses? <laughs> yeah. Just boxes of stuff behind the couch. 
I don't, I don't want to name the supermarket that I went in this morning with my own eyes, yep. but there was a huge stack of Halloween-branded sweets. Buy one, get one free. You can't be selling that the day after Halloween. <laughs> it, it has no contextual re- relevance or resonance. That's ridiculous. I agree with you. Still got a great taste. Can they hold on until next year, any chance? No. I, I, from my casual survey, most Halloween sweets out of date by February 2020. That is... I feel there's some form of black market going on there. Something dodgy. <laughs> it's your regular end of the week knees up. It's home time with Bush and Richie here on Absolute Radio. Home of the Dave Berry Breakfast Show, which is back on uh, Monday. Dave back live from six uh, when you wake up on the show this week. Uh, actually, do you know what? It's been quite a baking week because obviously it was the Great British Bake Off final on Tuesday. Yeah. Uh, on the same day, uh, Dave and the team were out on uh, one of their team challenges at the big London Bake Off, uh, making cakes. No surprise, Emma Jones won that one. Oh, she's very good. I don't say that in a generalisation way. She's actually very good. We have sampled her wares when we have covered the breakfast show, and uh, she's fantastic. The the brownies she made for us. Emma's brownies. We still talk about them. I'd use the word peerless. They were peerless. What do you call me? <laughs> <laughs> well, we still talk about it. It's fantastic. Here's the question. In front of me right now, I've got a cake box that says on it, Glen. Okay. All right, so this would have been made Monday or Tuesday. I can't quite, can't quite work that out. It's been there a little while. I think I've walked past it a couple of times, is not it? At worst, it's been here for five days. At best, it's been here for four days. Okay. But it's Friday evening. Do you reckon that's still fair game? Well, I don't know. I'd look at the state of that. <laughs> it looks like something someone's run over. <laughs> I don't think we should go near it. Fair enough. Uh, Dave Berry and the team back Monday morning when you wake up. Pinch punch, first of the month, although I think that's only up until midday. It's home time. It's Bush and Ritchie. Uh, so, with TV shows, uh, they're getting more complicated. Mm-hmm. Do you reckon dramas are getting more complicated? Some, yes. Some of the stuff on Netflix now, they have to have a catch-up at the beginning because they're so complicated. Agreed. Uh, House of Cards, etc. flipping complicated. I, I checked out of the last series of that. Is it it you, was too complicated. You get too com- yeah. fatigued. I, I've been trying to watch the brand new BBC drama that everyone's raving about, and I think I might be too thick to be able to follow it. <laughs> Surely not. I know you well. You're an intelligent so man. Thank you very much, but maybe I've just reached my limit, my kind of narrative limit. Which uh, one are we talking of? It's called The Dublin Murders, or right. Murder or whatever. I, don't, I can't even too thick to remember the name. <laughs> But you know, like they have age ratings for stuff now, like yeah. oh, PG twelve, whatever. They should have like intelligence IQ level warnings. It would be very doable because I do remember from school you used to have a reading age. So yeah. surely you'd be able to use that same system and say this is your TV age. That's a, that is a brilliant idea. That they should bring that. This is what we should do because if I'd have known at the beginning how complicated to get your head around the Dublin murders or Dublin murders are. I, I wouldn't even start watching it because I've had to turn it off after episode three because I thought at least three episodes into a six-episode thing, halfway, you should have some kind of, I don't know, foothold in knowing what's going on. I haven't got a clue who anyone is or what is going on. I don't know if there's anyone out there as well who's got the same situation, but it's gone off in our ass. Any film that I'm watching with my teenage son will be about six minutes in, maybe, and he'll pause it and go, should we know what's happening yet, Dad? <laughs> I, like, I like his due diligence. <laughs> this is Home Time, Absolute Radio on a Friday. Get ready for the weekend. I'm not quite sure whether we're ready for this debate, but when do you think McDonald's will start doing breakfast past 11am? 
Well, it's been quite set in stone, right? It has for a long time now. Well, you remember the movie Falling Down? There's one for the kids. He tries oh, to have his word. breakfast. It's just... in my top ten films. I love that film. It's a great film. Mainly because you 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 empathise with Michael Douglas's character. Uh, just want to have breakfast at one minute past the closing off time. I know, and they won't they won't let him go anywhere near it. So this Sunday morning, uh, my son has got uh, uh, an indoor cricket session. Very okay. November. Oh very right, November. yeah. Uh, but he's got to be there for uh, for early doors Sunday morning. So I've got to drive him down for it uh, and there is the risk that I would have done the drive without having had any breakfast but yet by the time I get to the closest McDonald's they may have stopped serving breakfast. So can you have a, if you were forced to be choosing from the, the normal daytime menu uh, is there anything that's breakfasty? On there in McDonald's? What, what, post 11 o'clock? Post 11 o'clock. I'm not sure there is. Because you look like someone who's on the run from the police if you're having a hamburger <laughs> yeah. at 11 o'clock in the morning, do you know what I mean? You're on the run. You've got someone in your glove box. You're going to get tasered. So. I might do one of those... Um, you know, you, you see people on your socials who have set up those petitions uh, that if you get past 10,000, it's got to be debated in Parliament. Yes. When they're back with whatever government comes back, I want a petition done yeah. to say McDonald's... Make breakfast 24 hours. Have you seen what we've got on our plate? Excuse the pun in this country at this moment. <laughs> I, I think there might be a little while getting back to you on that, but I, I totally take the sentiment to heart. This is Home Time. Bush and Ritchie on Absolute Radio. Your Friday night starts here. So just looking through our social calendar, because Richie and I now are virtually in a relationship, we have to have a joint calendar. Anyone else have a joint calendar with their other half? We have to have one of these for organising ourselves. And according to this, glasses on the end of my nose, like Dad going through the uh, Alecky Bill, um, you are on tour in a week. Yeah, I am next weekend, yeah. You, and I'm on tour the weekend after, so... Let's start with your tour. You're at Butlins. Bognor Regis next Saturday night. Big DJ set. Richie on the decks. I went to that Butlins with my friend Jeff, with his sister as well, and her boyfriend when, when I was a teenager. And we had a brilliant time. Hey, it's changed a lot. It's an amazing location. Yeah, right? it's, a great, it's a great Butlins, that one. Yeah, what have they done? Do you ever go for like a swim or anything when you're there doing your, your 80s thing? Or? I, uh, the last time I was down there, I couldn't go for a swim because I was DJing at an 80s pool party. See, I'm fascinated by this. What you, you DJ by the side of the pool? Yes. So you've got all like the whirlpools and all the flumes and all that kind of stuff. And then there's me in a, like some kind of Hawaiian shirt and my netted swimming trunks, <laughs> DJing the '80s classics in the middle of a very, very humid pool. My health and safety things go mad here. <laughs> it's like the start of Casualty as the DJ walks out to poolside with four different <laughs> extension leads. Yeah. So that's me next weekend, and then you have got your 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 indie disco shine on. Weekender, mm. uh, obviously not this weekend coming up, but the one after the 15th, 16th, Fortnite's 17th. time. Fortnite's time uh, at Butlin's Minehead. Mm-hmm. Can I still get tickets for that? You can still get tickets oh. for it. It's nearly sold out. I think when my name was added to the bill, there was obviously a flurry of people of buying it. Of course, yeah. of course. But I'm going to be doing my indie disco there from the Saturday night. But I've virtually got the pub as you go into the main arena uh, to myself from about 10 o'clock at night. So I'm going to have about three or four hours of indie music to fill. So Brilliant. if anyone's got any suggestions, because I'm not, I'm not fussy about what I play, if anyone's got a good suggestion, drop me a little tweet uh, at Bush on the radio. We'll see you in a fortnight's time. Celebrating the fact that it's Friday and no doubt many of you will be having a takeaway tea uh, to usher in the weekend. It's home time with Bush and Richie. 
conversation we probably shouldn't be having in front of live microphones, uh, but we'll have it anyway. Uh, obviously, both of us were just talking about the fact that we're on tour over the next fortnight with my Bognor Regis appearance and your indie disco in Minehead in a fortnight's time. Oh, the rock and roll, the glamour. I'm worried a little bit that we've danced a little bit too close to a big announcement that we've got coming up on Monday's show. Oh, yeah. Have we gone too close to it? I, d- I don't know. I... I... We're in. The, it's in the same ballpark. Let's just say live. Mm-hmm. Live is the ballpark of what this uh, an announcement's about. But I think when people hear this announcement on Monday, they we're hoping they're going to be bang up for it. I'm hoping they're going to be bang up for it, in the hope that we haven't gone and said too much and like blown the embargo. Yeah. I'll say one thing: if you've got something going on this weekend and you're a bit indifferent about one of the nights, uh-huh. and you're thinking, I'm not sure I want to do that on Saturday night. I'm not sure I want to do that tonight. Uh-huh. Don't. And save the money. Yes. For next week. For what we're going to tell you about on Monday. Probably said too much. Uh, if it doesn't sell, Richie and I are financially ruined. <laughs> <laughs> no pressure. <laughs> 